Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM proudly presents Third and Long, a weekly podcast about the National Football League, keeping you up to date on professional football. Now, here are your hosts, Aaron Hook and Nick Carlson. RowanRadio.com, Channel 2. This is the Third and Long Football Podcast coming to you from the WGLS Conference Studio. I am your host, Aaron Hook, my co-host, Nick Carlson, not able to uh, make today's episode, so it is just me handling the hosting responsibilities. To my right, I have Shomer, Ben Yisrael, and to my left, I have Aiden Butler, two uh, fabulous gentlemen here in our WGLS sports department. And guys, we've uh, got a bit to talk about after another very, very exciting week of football. This season uh, has really you know, brought a lot of surprises and a lot of great games, and I would say the uh, the same for this past week. And uh, I think the appropriate place to start would be last night's game here in South Philadelphia with the Philadelphia Eagles suffering their first loss of the 2022 season at the hands of a Taylor Heineke-led Washington Commanders team. Final score 32-21. to It was 26-21 in the final seconds, but... The Eagles tried to pull off uh, like a crazy lateral play and fall into the paint in the ground. Washington scoops and scores uh, as time expired. So it was really a, a, a one-possession game, and Washington gets the field goal with just a few minutes left in the fourth to extend their lead, and their defense uh, was, was locked down uh, the final couple of possessions there on Jalen Hurts and the Birds. And so going to go to Aiden here first. Just your, I guess, quick reactions to the Eagles dropping their first game. I, I thought... You know, a lot of people coming into this week were kind of eyeing their schedule and, you know, looking at the teams they've got coming up. And I think the big conversation was where is the loss going to come from? I think a lot of people looked at uh, the Titans perhaps um, or maybe the Dallas game on Christmas Eve as kind of the two big ones that, you know, the Eagles could potentially drop. But they end up losing to the Commanders last night. And so, you know, the panic level for you, Aiden, I'm sure is still not very high, of course. You're still 8-1. Um, by many people's measures, still probably the best team in football. Yeah. But, yeah, I, well, there's an eh, and, and we'll get to that. But, you know, I mean, just what do you make of this for the Eagles going forward? How much does this affect them? And then how much do you see Washington as maybe uh, a little bit of a threat in the future? I know the NFC East right now, uh, obviously you've got the Giants in Dallas right there as well. But with the win last night, Washington out to five and five on the year. Um, it'll it'll affect them a little bit more than I personally would have liked, and that's not just because of the outcome of the game. Uh, Goddard on that play where, yeah, his face mask got pulled, but he also did fumble the ball on that play. He injured his shoulder. He's out a few weeks at least. Um, so that's a big loss right there. Um, but they did show in the you know post game interviews things like that. It seems like. It's just move on to the next one. Finally, I don't know if you saw A.J. Brown's post-game interview. He was like, okay, finally, we lost the game, so now people can stop talking about 17-0. and 0. So that kind of brings another burden off of their shoulders. Got to say, though, I, mean, I really wasn't expecting the loss last night. If anything, I was expecting an Eagles beatdown. You know, just didn't happen. And I was saying this yesterday in the sports chat. Um, the Eagles beat themselves. Um, you've got Quez Watkins, who Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts played a pretty solid game. Uh, Quez Watkins, he hits him over the middle down deep. 
Quez Watkins get back up, gets back up, doesn't look behind him. Yeah, four receptions and eighty yards. Falls out. AJ Brown hurts hit him. Oh my gosh. One of the greatest throws I've ever seen. Double coverage. Don't know why he really threw it, but at the end of the day, it got where it needed to go. It dropped right into AJ Brown's hands and then right out of him. Um, that one is another mistake. Uh, they had another fumble. I can't remember who it was right now, though. I think it might have been later in the game. I can't remember who else fumbled the ball. But the Eagles end up hurting themselves. And, yeah, a, a team in the Commanders that I think everybody overlooked. They did a whole segment on Monday Night Football before the game about who would finally beat the Eagles uh, this year. Alex Smith was actually the only person who said the Commanders. Only He only said that because he used to play for them. But – no, nah, I feel like there's history behind that. Probably too, but uh, I, I really was I was pretty shocked, and then it didn't, I had to play some two K to get it off my mind after <laughs> the game. <laughs> but uh, I was pretty shocked, and then as as long as the injuries don't bug us, I still don't see this team losing more than three games this season. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, you look at the talent on that team and. It's, you know, not a bold statement to say, even if they do drop, you know, the two games to the Titans and the Cowboys that they went out the rest of the way, they've got the Colts in Indy on Sunday, then they host the Packers, then they get the Titans at home. So that's their next three. And then they start a pretty favorable stretch. Again, four out of their last five, very winnable games at the Giants, at the Bears, then you go at Dallas, and then you host the Saints and Giants to end off the year. And so... You know, pretty interesting game last night for the Eagles, especially offensively. Aiden mentioned all the fumbles. Devontae Smith had a fumble as well. And really the Quez Watkins one was, was, you know, the big one because it's a 50-yard bomb, hurts to Watkins down the middle of the field. He's wide open, by the way. Gets behind both defenders. And then, you know, like Aiden said, trips up, gets back onto his feet, takes a few steps, and then has it punched out from behind and, there's a, a scuffle, bounces away again, and then Washington ultimately recovers, and that was pretty much the game. Um, but, you know, when you look at the quarterback situation, Shomer, for the commanders, you know, Taylor Heineke, 17 of 29, 211 yards and one interception. The thing about Heineke is, like, he doesn't have a ton of physical tools. He really doesn't. He's pretty limited in what he can do arm talent-wise. But, I mean, if the phrase he got that dog in him, repl- uh, you know, were to be applied to any quarterback in the league, I think Heineke would be right up there because, I mean, he is playing like his life depends on it every snap, and he just finds a way. I mean, even at the end of the game, that late hit penalty that sealed the deal. He was hype. Um, I mean, he did it in a way where it's like, yeah, he was going down to a knee, but he was like, I don't know, he kind of just like hesitated for a moment, and um, I don't think the Eagles knew the play was dead, and that's why they hit him. And so... You know, the penalty ultimately ends up costing them. When you look at Heineke, with Carson Wentz out right now, he's still on IR. Is there a chance that he could lead this team to a playoff spot? Because, you know, again, they're in a stacked NFC East right now, but you looked at the the rest of kind of the playoff picture right now in the NFC. Um, Washington right now at 5-5, five and five, you know, they're just a half game behind San Francisco for that final wild card spot. And so, you look at their schedule – Coming up, they've got Houston next week, obviously a very winnable game in Houston. Then they host the Falcons. Then they go at the Giants. Then they have a bye. Then they've got the Giants again in Landover, Maryland. Then at San Francisco, they host the Browns, and then they host the Cowboys. So, again, you've got two games there that I would say are probably 
you know, the odds are not in their favor by a lot in terms of going to San Fran and then Dallas coming into your home stadium. But So you don't think the Giants are at least going to take one game? They play them back-to-back. Well, okay, that's fair. Because um, I, I feel th- like they're just not even that. I feel like you're just, and as, as painful as this may sound, right, I feel like you're really disca- uh, discrediting the Giants, right? You're saying, like, you know, the commanders, they can eventually, like, you know, come back. But look at their record right now. They're 5-5. Five and five. Yeah. They beat a good team. Cool. In their last five games, they beat, like, who did? One second. Yeah, so they've won four of their last five. And, again, like, they're, they're going to have a decision to make with um, Heineke at the helm right now. You know, when Wentz comes back. It's a pretty tough decision. Yeah, Rivera's going to look at both of those guys, and probably figure that I mean, but think about the it, guy like, to lead them at this yeah, point. I mean, like, you know, who's the better leader amongst men? I mean, you see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, who's oh, I the better? say Taylor. Yeah. Like, he's the way better leader amongst men when you look at it from, like, unfortunately, Carson Wentz has bounced around, you know, like, unfortunately due to injury, and then, like, you know, camaraderie in the locker room. Like, people really just don't. Like, I really thought the Colts was, like, a perfect fit for him until it just didn't work out. Same thing in Washington. It seems like it could work out, but it just something this there is just not fitting with Carson Wentz. But Ty, Taylor Heineke had them like from that time that they lost when Doug Peterson was the coach of the uh, Eagles, and they had that loss. That was, I mean, that that sparked something within Washington to like still be like, yeah, let's go with Heineke. Heineke, like at least he has some something on his resume to say that he's been here, he's committed, he can actually make something happen for this team. Mm-hmm. As of right now, it's not the best because of their record in the last since that. Doug Peterson game, but you know, yeah, and then plus, what's called isn't what's his name uh, injured still, right? Yeah, Wentz is uh, on IR, so not Wentz. Uh, what's his name? Uh, defense. Uh, Chase, oh, Chase Young. Chase, Chase Young. Young. Yeah. I th- they said he was going. They said two weeks ago that he had a chance to play against the Eagles, but the way he was looking, it, he might not even play. Next yeah, he was. Yeah, he was just chilling over there on the sideline. Been chilling um, all season. So far. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're still waiting to get one of your bigger defensive pieces back. And so just kind of begs the question, right? I mean, like, it's going to be a tight race for that final wild card spot. Um, you know, again, Tampa, uh, Tampa's 5-5. Five and five, So um, they've got a one-name lead on the division with Atlanta. I think, you know, the Butts look pretty good on uh, Sunday morning I mean, against Seattle. They're first in their division. So, I mean. Wait, what? They're actually first in their yeah, division. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So they've got a one-lead one game lead on Atlanta, and so they looked pretty good against the Seahawks on Sunday morning in uh, Munich, Germany. <laughs> and so Tom Brady looks like he's uh, getting the band to, to kind of, um, you know, figure themselves out a little bit after a rocky start. Maybe. And so I think that division is pretty much wrapped up at Dude. this point. I don't really have a ton of faith in, in the Falcons. What, like, divorce Brady's 2-0 and right now? Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> the worst Brady's two and zero. He's That's crazy. he's got some extra motivation there. Um, I didn't realize the Saints were that bad. I no, had, I, I really I did hope they know. continue. Well, to they lose don't. They don't have the a real have their first pick. They don't have so. a real quarterback. Yeah, the Eagles are going to end up getting the top five pick, which is just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but you know, I mean, the you know the rich get richer. But you know, I think we should talk about that that game, uh, Seattle and, and Tampa. You know, the Seahawks came in. Off four straight wins, guys, uh, at sits in three into that one. And I think it was just kind of strange how, especially in the first half when it was a uh, you know, pretty tightly contested game, um, you didn't really see much of the stuff that Gino had been doing over the last few weeks, um, which was kind of airing it out. Obviously, you know, the bombs downfield to Lockett and Metcalf, all the big plays they've been hitting on this year have really kind of been a staple of their success. 
and kind of the revitalization of Geno as well. But in that first half, I don't think they did too much of that. And then they finally, you know, they finally kind of woke up at some point in that second half when the Bucks had the lead and they were realizing, like, you know, Bucks have not played all that well this season and we're trailing right now. And so then they finally kind of opened things up a little bit. But yeah, I mean, Geno's numbers in this one. And he was 23 for 33. Yeah, I know. And, you know, again, they, they let him That's kind of. Good. Let him kind of open it up in the second. I think Gino has been fantastic this year. Yeah, um, absolutely. Comeback player of the year for sure. I think it's him and Saquon are, are the oh, two right there. Oh, I think oh, I think Saquon's going to get the award because oh, 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 well, he, ran, he ran the ball 35 times. Oh, well, because it's an injury. I think it's an injury type of award. I think when Alex Smith won it that years back. That was because of injury. Yeah. yeah, well, I think you kind of reset the precedent for the award. So, I mean, I would – Gino, I think, is, again, he has a great taste, a guy who – you know, former second-round pick, he's bounced around the league, and now he's coming out and having uh, a season where he's cemented himself as right now a top-ten quarterback in the oh, NFL. Oh, yeah. And so, again, I think uh, I'm with you, Schumer. I think he definitely deserves it. Um, but I don't know. Saquon, I think, Saquon. with all the injuries he's gone through in the year he's having, I think he's going to end up winning it. Um, Saquon, uh, it, it's nice, but it's just don't. He's still injury because it's like, yo, he if he gets that pl- comeback player of the year, right? Let's see next season happens, right? And yeah. you can say the same thing for Gino. What if Saquon gets injured again? Well, okay, well if that happens, well, then like there's a higher chance of probably like Saquon getting injured again because based off his resume, then Gino yeah. failing in the system of Pete Carroll. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I would agree with that. Yeah, that actually is very true. <laughs> like, but Gino Smith, like. And I'm not just saying because, like, you know, Geno Smith was on the Jets. But, like, you know, he, he's a, he's been proving a lot of doubters wrong. He proved me wrong. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So oh, it's like, yeah. I thought, I thought they would be one of the worst teams in football. But, honestly, you know, he comes in and actually is a fantastic fit for that offense. And Pete Carroll, like you said, Schumer has done a really good job integrating I mean, him. Yeah, because they had weapons this whole time. It's right. just, you know, it just didn't – I guess the, 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 the connection between a quarterback and their, and their players just – I mean – Receiving court just wasn't it. I mean, you got DK Metcalf, you got Kenneth Walker the third. Right. That rookie has been bogging. Yeah, he's Tyler Lockett, awesome. Marquise Goodwin, like it's so many good players on this team. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, and again, you know they get down fourteen to nothing at the half, and so then they kind of realize that we got to turn Gino loose a little bit here. They run the ball ten times. They didn't with, even have three points at that time with Walker. No, they were shut out in the first oh, wow. half. So Aaron, let me ask you this: Right, Tom Brady's last season. What do you think his record is going to end up being? This year? Final record. For the career. Bucks? Well, okay, they're 5-5 five and five right now. I got a look. Okay, so they've got the Browns. So they've got the bye this week. Then they go at Cleveland versus the Saints. I think they win both those games. At the 49ers, I, iffy. I, I don't think Jimmy they pull G that one out. One on. Jimmy yeah. G will get to them. I think Jimmy G looked great on Sunday night. I think he looked awesome. Um, the Bengals at home. That's another tough game. I don't know. That's a toss-up. He's just coming off a bye, too. I didn't say they would win. I never said they would win. I said that's a tough game. Well, Um, Bengals and... uh, uh, The Bengals haven't beaten a legitimate team since, like... Well, their offense is pretty good. Their offense is always going to be good. As long as you've got Jamar Chase and all that receiving (laughs) core with with Burrow, that's all you need. That's all you need. Maybe they probably just need... Who's their running back? I don't even know who they Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. Is he the one that fumbles a lot? Uh, Well, not this this year. He's actually probably been like the third um, best running back. I'm thinking of Cam Akers. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah. Cam Akers is toast. Um, I don't know. I'll say the Bucs... 
They did. They did. They did go nine and eight here. They did win four of their last five. It's I reasonable, think. yeah. Then they did win four of their last. Well, not four of their last five, but four of their last. Um, I just at this point they're five. Four of their last seven. They did go four and three, and you know in this NFC, I think that might be enough to sneak into a playoff spot. Honestly, because again, they're five and five right now, and they're twinning to a division lead over Atlanta, so they might not even have to worry about that because it might be Arizona. The Falcons um, are kind of falling off a cliff. Mariota looked terrible on Thursday night against the Panthers. Who was high on Mariota to begin with? I'm just saying. I'm not trying to spark nothing, but just, I'm just saying. Who was high on him to begin with? Yeah, I mean, <coughs> I think you kind of knew at some point he would regress back to the mean a little bit. But all things considered, he hasn't been terrible, but he, oh, man, he looked awful against the Panthers. And the Panthers' defense is not all that good. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think the Bucks don't really have to worry about Falcons, I don't think there's a true threat in the NFC South to them, at least at this point, because the you know, Panthers and Saints, yeah. both three and seven, both of those teams are not good at all. I think you're right. You do probably really do have that division unlocked. Yeah, and I don't know. I, th- <laughs> I think I was kind of rooting for some sort of upset in that division. I was kind of pulling for the Falcons early when they didn't look too bad. Yeah, because it, it just sounds nice. It looks yeah, nice. I know. It, it looks nice. nice to see Brady not win the division for once. Um but, okay, so pretty interesting game on, on Sunday morning. The Seahawks lose their first game um, in over a month. I, I still think they're fine. I think their ground game is excellent with, again, Ken Walker. Um, and then through the air, they're fantastic as well. And the defense has been awesome as well. Um, the front four has been better. I mean, you've got a rookie in Tariq Woolen who has been one of the best corners in football. Um, so the Seahawks, again, I think for my money, they've probably been the I, I know Sean and our beloved Jets have been fantastic. The Giants yeah. have been great. The Dolphins have been really – I think. well, I think the Dolphins haven't no, really been Dolphins, too much of a surprise, but – There's only one man on that team that makes a difference. The uh, Who, Tyreek? Yes. Well, what about Jalen Waddle? And Jalen Waddle. Yeah. Well, well, no, 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 actually, because you had – I mean, but Jalen Waddle was a rookie last year, so, I mean, like – yeah, Well, Jalen Waddle's fantastic. You can't he's good that. overall, but, like, think about it. Like, there was no difference – Till Tyree got there. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's made Tua a lot better. And they yes. get a they get a new head coach, Mike McDaniel. That system he runs is awesome as well. Um but yeah, no, I mean I think when you looked at surprises around the league, I think if you told me that the Seahawks this year have been the biggest surprise in the NFL, I don't think I don't think yeah. I would number one surprise. I don't think I would argue. Um honestly, again, you look at their numbers off. Are, they're top ten in, in total yards, thirteenth in passing yards, but they score the fifth most points in the league. They're the ninth best team on third down, so they are a very, very good football team, and so we'll see um, what the rest of the season brings for uh, Geno Smith and his guys out in the Pacific Northwest. Speaking of going out west, we had uh, two West Coast teams doing battle on Sunday night football, the Los Angeles Chargers and the San Francisco 49ers, and like I said earlier, uh, I think this was maybe Jimmy Garoppolo's best game of the season. He looked incredible, was Dishing the ball out to the his playmakers, and not only that, I mean, he was making some big time throws, um, and the 49ers, because of that, in part, end up taking a twenty two to sixteen victory over the Chargers. They get to five and four now. The 49ers, for me, Aiden, have been the NFC dark horse for the last few weeks ever since they picked up McCaffrey, and I think they're finally starting to pick up the pace a little bit. Yeah, they showed that on Sunday. Pretty much all around great game. I mean, they're Elijah Mitchell, Elijah had Mitchell better, had an awesome game. Yeah, he had yeah. a better running game than McCaffrey. McCaffrey did score that touchdown, but Jimmy G, 
Uh, I had a decent amount of money riding on the Chargers and Justin Herbert, so I was <laughs> quite upset when Herbert didn't throw the ball a certain amount of times, when Herbert wasn't the leading passer to end the game, especially the way he plays. All he does is throw the ball. That, that he went Herbert, 21 for 35 and 196 passing yards, one TD, one interception. That but, Herbert uh, yards prop isn't looking too good. All yeah. A uh, couple weeks in the in last three. his defense, or? he's not throwing to much. Um, Gerald Everett, tight end, he's out there. DeAndre Carter, who... What three years? Yeah, he had ago. the big touchdown catch. Three years ago, I think he was playing for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three years ago he was on the Eagles. Um, I can't tell you. Uh, Josh Palmer, he's there. He's cool. He's a. I think he was a rookie last year. But I mean, no Keenan Allen. Yeah, no, no, no Mike, Mike Williams. Williams. Yep. Um, it's kind of showing. Oh, they've never had a run game as long as Herbert's been there. So whose fault is it? Do you think it's just injuries? Or yeah, I mean, they're like Herbert. It's, it's a right mix. Between of coaching and injuries, because so Herbert's not the problem at all. In that in that game, okay, not in that game, he had some issues. I'm not going to say no, but I'm saying like for the last couple of reports, because I mean they're five and four. It's not like people were higher on the Chargers. They were high, like a lot ever since that his rookie season. People been have been nonstop. More of it's on more of it's on coaching than Herbert. Uh, Example with that. You've got a great running back in Austin Eckler, and you've got two of your top receivers who are not playing. There is no way you should not be at least attempting to run the ball more times than usual, which they don't do. The secondary, for the most part, for the 49ers uh, is I, I guess is a good way to say it. The defense as a whole is great, but the secondary is the weakest part in that defense. The D-line... Uh, when it comes to the run game, they don't do too much stopping. But Austin Eckler, I think he had to get more involved in the run game. Uh, Fred Warner did his thing, though, I'm not going to lie. Uh, but coaching for me has been the Chargers' biggest downfall this season. Yeah, I think Staley last year caught a lot of, of heat as well. And so I I agree. Um, you know, you have both Allen and Williams out. And so you run the ball. They, they had a total of 11 design run plays. During this game, um, it's an issue. They give the ball to Sony Michelle once. That was my guy. That was my guy. I don't know what the hell. Um, and then you have Isaiah Spiller out of Texas A and M. Yeah, young player. Give him the ball four times, runs for three yards. Eckler goes for twenty four yards on the ground in this one. Thirty nine through the air on seven catches. He was the um, seven catches. He had the most catches out of anyone, which is not very surprising yeah, to me. It's crazy how Justin Herbert has twenty two rushing yards in the game. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I think Herbert's a little bit limited just because of the lack of weapons. And then while the offensive line has gotten better, you have nice pieces there. Corey Winsley, um, Rashawn Slater. Like, it, it just looks like, you know, every play, man, the pocket's breaking down in a second and a half. And he's, like, you know, trying to maneuver past um, Nick Bosa off one edge. And then you have uh, – the the kid, um, Amenahu, off the other edge, who actually had a pretty big game mm-hmm. for the Niners. And so, like, it's just so tough. And then the Niners come out on the other end. They have all these weapons. You got CMC, Kittle, Debo. It's like, what do you what do you do to like, stop yeah, it? It's so much. It, it's hard to stop, to be honest. And, you know, the Chargers, I think, just got bit by a little bit of bad luck as well in this game because there was one play where you had Derwin James come down from the safety spot and blitz off the edge. Um and I believe there was a there was a penalty called for a false start, and so like, you know, he was about to rock Jimmy G, and so like, sure, <laughs> you lose five yards, and the Chargers will take that, but like, 
that's probably a play where Derwin James, if he gets his hands on Jimmy G, that's a game-changing play right there. It's either a 10-yard sack or, I mean, the ball is most likely coming out when Derwin James is hitting you at full force. So, um, yeah, I think the Chargers, you know, I, I think you're right, Schomer. Ever since Herbert really kind of took over as a rookie, you know, he had that incident, obviously, where Tyrod Taylor. That was ridiculous. On the sideline, and that then Herbert ridiculous. steps in on the limelight and kind of just runs with it. Ever since then, like every year, you're right, coming in, people have been super high on the Chargers. They're thinking 12, 13 wins. They're going to be competing for the division. They're going to be one of the best teams in the AFC. And they have yet to live up to the hype, um, which is pretty interesting. Could be Austin Rivers part uh, part two. Yeah. Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers. I said Austin. <laughs> Austin the NBA. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> I get them mixed up all the time, too. But so, yeah, yeah I mean. Phillip Rivers part two, man. Bad. Yeah, the Chargers are uh, such an interesting team. They're always going to be interesting. That's They're just like yeah. the, the Vikings, you know. Yeah, well, sense. I think the Vikings have finally broken through this no, year. Yo, nope, 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 nope. You don't think so? because nah, you they're know what? They're nine and one, man. They just beat the Bills every single year. Or they're eight and one. Sorry. They got to prove it to me in the postseason. Okay, that's fair. That's they got to totally prove fair. it to me in the postseason because every time it's just either something goes bad for them, they get unlucky, or they just fold. Can I? Can I ask a question? Uh, we're gonna preface this with a question. Um, doesn't really have anything related to this game in particular, but I want to get your guys. Um, Opinions on this. Who do you think won the um, the Dids trade between the Vikings and the Bills? Obviously, the Bills did. Stephon Dids, one of the best receivers in football. Bills go out. Uh, I'm sorry. The Vikings go out. Use one of the pits they got in the Bills trade to draft Jeff and, uh, Justin Jefferson. What you can argue, they should have never had the chance to do. Aiden knows very well. Uh, but <laughs> still, they, they get... Jefferson, who at this point, him and Dids, you could argue, are both inside the top three right now. Justin um, Jefferson is a dog. I mean, that catch he made, that's Bro, one of the best catches I've ever seen. He great catches in that game. People yeah, he forget, did. Like, it was, it was, oh my God. The one-hander especially, though, one-hander was just And then the one, like, right absurd. by the end zone. Yeah. Oh, that one, that one's a game changer right there. The one by the end zone, they, he doesn't catch that one. <laughs> They wouldn't be going through that whole debacle. So who do you who do you guys think have won has won the trade? So I don't far? think anybody won that trade. Okay, I think it could I, be. Equal. You think it's yep. too early? I no, I just think it's equal. It equal. could be. It, it's looking equal right now. But okay. if you were to go into the long run, okay. I think we could go based off this season. Both teams are pretty high. The Bills are on a ride right now. The Vikings are always on a ride. But think about it. They have Justin Jefferson now. So now they can go deep into the playoffs probably farther than Diggs. Diggs is still trying to look to see if he can even go farther than what he did with the Vikings. Yeah, Jefferson, 10 catches, 193 yards on touchdown. You know, like, he's just absurd. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that because the past few weeks, Justin Jefferson has been a primarily first-half player. Yeah. He hasn't been doing much in the second half, but – I. He turned it on in that second half, watching that game, what was clearly uh, the game of the year. We'll see if anything else tops that. I think, yeah, you could argue that the Bills won the trade for now just because the leap that Josh Allen made in year three, I think, had a lot to do with Stephon Diggs. I think they, oh, got, yeah. oh, they yeah. got him an elite receiver who is maybe the best route runner in the NFL. He's got great hands. I can't put him over Keenan. You don't think so? No. What about Jefferson? Jefferson's up there, too. I can't put either of them. Okay. All right. Allen. That's fair. Uh, but top, again, top five, though. I think I mean Diggs is a phenomenal route runner, obviously, and so I think you know his yeah. progression had a lot to do with him coming there. But the Vikings win this game, thirty-three to thirty, in overtime. Like Aiden said, probably the game of the year so far. Um, I called both, that both quarterbacks. Game. What's up? Kirk was both quarterbacks threw two picks in this one. Allen and yeah. Kirk. 
Luckily, Kirk's were earlier in the game. Right. Allen, his second one came at a detrimental time. Does yeah. Kirk Cousins throw scare you at times? Oh, yeah. I mean, that tap, time. That tap Jefferson made should have been a pick, probably. I mean, he was just like Jefferson there somewhere. Let's just throw it up. Because everybody, they have so much flack for Kirk, Kirk Cousins. But now everybody, because I wasn't like, you know, I was on the train as with everybody else. Yeah, Kirk Cousins sucked because I was just going based off Washington, Kirk Cousins. But oh. then I'm looking at, when you look at, like, the Vikings overall, like, in their past couple seasons, They've been an okay football team with yeah. Kirk Cousins at I don't the helm. Th- I don't so think Kirk like, has been the issue over the past couple of years. I, th- I think it's the narrative that came with him. He's a good quarterback. He's not a guy who's going to elevate you to, you know, he's not a guy who is they're, really going to win you. They're not going to get rid games, of him, but, but if they have the option to get somebody better, he's so fine take right him. now. Yeah, they're exactly. probably going to get, I have a bad feeling they're going to get rid of Adam Thielen soon. Oh, he's been. Yeah, he's um, yeah, and he's yo, he was so great for Minnesota, but I really I have a bad feeling they're gonna get rid of him soon. Yeah, I mean you you got him, you got a young kid and KJ Osborne waiting in the wins, really you know, ready to break down. Yeah, and KJ Osborne's nice. He is, and they bring in Hawkinson as well. Seven more catches uh, for uh, the tight end. Great, a uh, great trade from uh, yes, Detroit. That's that true. was a pretty great trade. Yeah, I, I don't remember was. what. What was like some three fourth round? Fourth round pick? Was there a three in there? Fourth, no. fourth of the six. I think it maybe. wasn't. I don't think they mortgaged anything. Man, it was probably like something trade. simple because they they probably needed to get TJ out of there. I don't so know who put him on a contender. Is. I don't so know who their GM is, but that was <laughs> top tier. Might be trade of the year. So Minnesota <laughs> sent a twenty twenty three second rounder and a third rounder. Oh, second Ooh. to the Lions, uh, and they also but uh, with Danny Hawkinson, they also got a fourth round pick back. Oh, so the the first rounder, a second rounder, and a what else? So, so the Lions got a second rounder this year, and okay. next year they get a third round pick. Oh, so they but have the no Vikings, okay. the Vikings did Hawkinson a fourth rounder this year, and next year they did a conditional fourth round pick as well. Oh, so they get two picks and and Hawkinson out of that deal. Um, you ain't got to worry nothing about the receiving core. Now he's got to no. build on a defense. I think as long as you have Jefferson there, you probably don't have to worry too much. Um, so you don't think you'll need a number two? Well, no, you will. You will. I, I agree with you. I think Thielen is on his way out the door at this point in his career. Still a serviceable receiver. He's fine, but not the number two, or I just the number one at one point when Dibbs was still there in Minnesota. You could argue Thielen was the number one for a couple of years. Is he turning into a uh, <laughs> Cole Beasley type player? Oh. <laughs> hey, send it, send it to uh, the commanders. Maybe they might be doing something. Send Adam Thielen to the commanders. Yeah, I mean, how did you – to do some more help. Scary wow, Terry. Wide receiver-wise, I feel like the commanders are fine. John Dawson. <laughs> Dawson had that play uh, where he had that in-breaking route and they called it OPI. That was, yeah. that was, that was a bad I, I'll take it. I know you'll take <laughs> it. I, I, realize, I realize Aiden was clapping last night when he saw that. But <laughs> yeah, I, in my, out loud, I was like, ain't no way. That's yeah, yeah and I thought Troy Aiden had a great point. He's just, he's just running the route there. I think that was the defender's fault. But anyway, mm-hmm. I digress. Um on the other side for the Bills, Allen ends up throwing two more pits in this one. Does go for 330 yards through the air, 84 on the ground. So 84 on the That's ridiculous. Still a great day for Josh Allen, hey, I, I thought. forget about Devin Singletary. Two touchdowns. He only had 47 yeah, yards. No, hey, he had a pretty, two good, day. Had a pretty I, good day. I, I, oh, I only say that because I needed him. Oh, you needed uh, – see, that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> you bet on Devin Singletary. Because, the of, all, because of Allen's elbow, I was like, okay, they should take okay. a precautious tail. And he had 47, so it wasn't that wild. And, and two I just, TDs. Uh, and two TDs. Yeah. Stephon Dids, 12 catches, 128 yards. Dave Davis sits for 93 and a score. Dawson Lotz, four catches. Isaiah McKenzie, four catches. They haven't used – 
a guy who they thought they would kind of want to integrate more to the offense, Naeem Hines, who they did at the trade deadline. Oh. They haven't really used him yeah. all that much. I think they used him last week for like three, four plays. He doesn't even get like a carry that. in the stadium. He has one catch. So yeah, uh, yeah, one I, catch I feel like that's years. more, well, actually that trade kind of, I was like, okay, because mm-hmm. he's more of a catching back. Right. You've got Singletary, who's a catching back. You've he's got a way better catching James back. Cook, who can catch the ball. Yeah. Um, who else was in that running back room before? Oh, uh, Hines well, I, I just Moss, right? Oh, yeah, they sent him. Um, right. And then I, I feel like it's more of a take time, get him acclimated with the offense because mm-hmm. that's clearly a different offense from what he was coming from. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I feel like it's more of a take time type thing. But they also really didn't, like, desperately need him. So um, they'll be sparse with him. The Bills are still uh, awaiting the uh, the return of their top quarter in uh, Tredavious White. And their safeties. <laughs> yeah, and both their safeties, Mike Hyde and Jordan Poyer. Um, I have a bad feeling. And Matt, really was, is it Matt Milano play nope. on Sunday? Okay, so he was out again. So uh, they're missing, like, four of their best defensive players. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They have I think one of the safeties feeling. is out for the year, though. I think, wow, really? I don't know if it's Poyer. All right, I'm going to check that right I, now. I so Hyde is on IR right now. Well, what was his injury? It says a net injury. I, I think he was the one that was done for the year. Yeah? Wow, that's a big loss. It was Poyer who had the rib injury, yeah. and he had to drive to Kansas City for that game, and then he got re-injured in that. Yeah, so he'll be back eventually, but, uh, yeah, it was Hyde. Yeah, so Hyde is, is gone officially for the year, but, you know, they've actually gotten pretty solid secondary play. Uh, Teron Johnson, Johnson has been I nice. Like him. I like him a lot. And then they have a kid from Villanova, Christian Benford. I heard rookie. about his name a lot. A he's rookie from Villanova, nice. he's been good. He's like, out nice. of nowhere, this kid's been good. I mean, it's just crazy it's how not, they're able to. It's not all the time you see somebody getting drafted out of Villanova. No, no. Um, no. Actually, a kid who went to my high school is probably, I think, Villanova's leading receiver right now. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so shout out to him. But, uh, yeah, the Bills lose their second name in a row. They're 6-3 now. And all of a sudden, Schumer, what did they AFC East? Jets and Bills tied for second. Let's take a look at the Jets' schedule. Patriots behind them at five and four. The Dolphins are seven and three right now. Okay, let's take a look at the Jets. I'm scared of right now is that we we're coming off a bye and we're going to go against the Patriots. Yeah, I I am a little scared scared for for Sunday. I'm a little scared. And Foxborough. I know. Yeah, that's that's and we know how Bill Belichick gets. I know. Um, the Bears, if they actually do good, that should be a win. You should. You say it should be a win. But the way Justin Fields, I, I can't stand. I'm the telling Justin you, Fields. listen. But ridiculous. Justin Fields was the, he's the best quarterback that came out that that draft so far. Uh, yeah, you can't. No, even say, I can't. I you can't, can't even I can't say, say that. that. No, yeah, I can't. No, I can't so agree far, with that. So no, far, so far. Well, I, I would so still. Okay, okay. Lawrence, as a whole, Lawrence, I think has the better arm talent right now. I think he's the better. Pocket passer, but Fields, you can't deny it. Adel. He's no absolutely scrambling. fantastic. The best Fields scrambling in the last. Three games, which he's lost two of those games, sure. well, has yeah. been great in the past three games. Before that, including the last season, he was a bottom 10 QB. But the Bears, but the Bears suck. So, like, think about it. What receiving court? You can't even name me two people under receiving court. No, nah, that's not true. They got Claypool now. They've darned out. Now, besides before Claypool. Before Claypool got there, who are you going to – who was on the Bears? He doesn't have a ton of weapons. That's exactly. fair. Exactly. That is fair. So um, I feel like the, uh, Claypool's right, going to have a game. Right now, he's Jets. definitely flashed the most – long-term projection in, in talent just because of what he can do on the ground. I mean, Wilson hasn't, you know, gotten there yet. Trey Lance is hurt. Davis Mills, not going to start in the NFL again, I don't think, 
after this season when the Texans ultimately yeah. drafted quarterback number one overall. What round was he? Davis Mills. Davis Mills, fifth. So fifth, fifth that far? Mm. Yeah. I think fifth. Fifth. You might be right, actually. Was he a third-round pick? I don't that know, seems a little high. Davis Mills was... He was good at Stanford. Yeah. But uh, let me let me check this. Let me check this. While you're looking at that, to me, it's still... As a combination of this season and last season, Mac Jones has been the best quarterback. Oh, no. no as a combination. No, 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 you no, got no, you got to think no. back to last he year. He was not that good he last year. Compared to the rest of the quarterbacks in his class. I can't give them back. I can't. I can't. Mac is but a good quarterback. I, I can't. I, I can't. Justin I can't. Fields, I was high on Justin. I was, all right, I'll tell you. Going into the draft, it was definitely a high on Trey Lance. Yeah. Justin Fields, Mac Jones. I'll give you that. Right? But Trey Lance, eh, iffy. I still got to wait to see him play. Right? Justin mm-hmm. Fields, sold. I'm already oh, sold. Like, this is crazy. I'm not I even, can't believe Because Justin, I was already high on the man going into the draft, and then you got okay. Mac Jones. All right. If you're already high on him, then. And then, then Mac Jones, like, come on, man. Like, that was the perfect setup for him to go to New England. He even showed that he's not fully up to that yet with the dumb pick six that he threw in the fourth quarter. Okay, but he's still, oh, what? He's a what, I, second I, I or third just, year quarterback? I just, it'd be different. If he was showing flashes like this last year and all like that. But he has had three good games. Started with the Patriots game where the first half he was dog water. Second half <laughs> he played amazing. Uh, they win that game. And then the next two he plays great. They lose both of those games. And then they play yesterday. Still end up losing. He ends up throwing. It's just I, the people that are on the Justin Fields train right now for me, it's kind of ridiculous. I, ca- not, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Because it's like you, got, you see the potential of what the Bears could be. That's why. That's the if you see the if you can see it into the future, then you know that he's gonna carry that franchise on the Well, back. they obviously see it because they go out of the deadline and get him Chase Claypool. They obviously think he can develop some sort of rapport there. Matt Jones, uh, so they had to buy this week. On the sits against the Colts, uh, he goes twenty of thirty, hundred forty seven yards and a, a passing touchdown. Joe Matt Jones this year completed sixty six percent of his passes, eleven hundred yards over six games. Four touchdowns and seven pits. I don't think he's been good at all this year, to be honest. And he's, he's a system. Injured. And he's a system quarterback. Injured. Injury okay, yeah, he's been way. injured. Okay, but then you could probably argue that Bailey Zappi's obviously or honestly been better than him when he's been on the field. So I mean, look at Cooper Rush. Well, it, yeah. What? What could you say about Cooper Rush? Uh, he's not good. He's not good. No. But look what he did for the what did, look what he did for the Cowboys. Yeah, look how many losses I, the Cowboys nobody have on their nobody right now. beat Cooper Rush except the Eagles. Exactly. Uh, well, I just, I just okay. Did they not beat? Did they not beat? That game is, I saw that one in person. That was a crazy game. But. I don't know. I don't. Th- I, I'm. I'm just not. But I also do want to match Jones at all. But this, by the way, Davis Mills was a third round pick. You he right? was third. Oh, okay. Wow. I, I I'll leave off the Justin Fields talk with this. I just want to say he hasn't thrown for 250 yards except for one game. Okay. His career, I, I just want to leave it at that. That's fair. They now they didn't they didn't let him throw the ball at all. Like the first four or five weeks, they were just like this guy can't throw, <laughs> so we're not going to let him. But then they kind of you know saw him do what he did on the ground, and they're like, okay, well we might as well try it, and uh, it's been pretty good. So, um, all right, but no, to like to piggyback what you were saying and with the Jets, we also uh-huh. like from the Bears, you know that that will be in what week. So we have the uh, the week after this week. Yeah, so then Bears we got the home. Vikings, and then we got the Bills. Uh, both away games. Then we come back home to the Lions. 
and then the they, Jaguars. We, they gotta beat the Lions and Jags back to back weeks. Not they have to. Otherwise, it's not looking great. It's not. And then the Seahawks is gonna it's a be night game against the Jags. Yeah, it's a Thursday night game. Yeah, of course we know. Oh, never we get Monday. I we, thought it was like a Monday or Sunday no. night. <laughs> you know, we don't we don't ever get Monday. No, we do get Monday night games like like probably like Once the last one was like twenty six. <laughs> like twenty sixteen was probably yeah. the last time we got one. But like, I'm still waiting. The day that we get a Sunday night game, there's oh been gosh. talk about flexing the Jets into a Sunday night spot. I think. They need to do it at Buffalo on December 11th. I think they can move them there, um, or even the last game of the year. I mean, the Steel- that, that game against the Dolphins in Miami should have a lot of implications because the division, I think, at that point should definitely still be up for grabs. Right it's now, still, it's going to be a tight division. Yeah, man. it is. Dolphins. I mean, even the Patriots—they're five yeah. and four right now. They're yeah. two games out of first place. It's be a so crazy division like that. That that one time, this division is actually really going to be so competitive. Yeah. Well, it's both East. I mean, the NFC and the AFC East are probably the best two divisions in football this year. I would say by a, a large margin. Yeah. Yep. So, what's it called? Took a major dip. I so before the Eagles lost last night, NFC East had the highest winning percentage through. We tell, I think, in like NFL history, I think that was the number. So what? Eagles were eight and zero. Cowboys before losing were seven and, or six. Six and two. Six and, two and then Giants, Giants were, were six and two before they won. Yeah. And uh, Washington, when I did is four. I'm and five. Saying, I, I seen the sure thing come won. up about the about the Giants. They beat every single AFC South team. Wow, this, this season so far, they this played season, them all. They, be, they played them all, and they beat every single <laughs> one. They beat the Titans, the Colts, the Jaguars, and the Texans. The Titans win is actually looking a lot more impressive for the Giants in week one. I, I get it. It's week one. You don't really know who who everybody is yet. But is that in Tennessee? To go on the road and beat the no, Titans I think that was week one? No. That they was, beat, they went on the road. Yeah. Oh, wow. Beat them week one. So that was a great win for Great them. win for the Giants. Yeah, I'm about to yeah. say, that's a great win for them. Yep. Wow. Um, not many of them this year. But, you know, got to give credit. They're a very well-coached team. Um, and so – I think, uh, guys, as we get closer to overreaction Tuesday here, we've got about 20 minutes left. Just want to talk about some injury news. Uh, the big one that came out probably about an hour ago, Sean McVay announces that Cooper Cup uh, is going to be placed on IR and he Ooh. will be scheduled to have yes, yeah. ankle surgery. So for a Rams team right now that is uh, in the gutter, it's not looking great. Wow, Cooper um, Cup may be done for the year at this point. That hits me in my soul. They're three and six. I think Cooper Cup after the surgery might just be like. You said they're three and six. They are three. And, yeah, they lost to the yeah. Cardinals. Three and six. You know what's crazy? Oh my god, they're terrible. I knew they were bad. I didn't now, know they were that bad. It's a Rams fan, and he's saying he don't even. He's not even mad if they lose the season. He's, it's the next season that he's really worried about. <laughs> the, the you know what I'm saying? It's like they just won the Super Bowl, so it's like why? Super why be worried Bowl about Super Bowl hangover is real, Shomer. Yeah, it's real. That's a real thing. But wow. Three and six? Three and six. Three and six so is ridiculous I think it's now, safe to like, say they're going to be out of playoff contention. Oh, the they've lost. So they've lost three in a row to the Niners, Bucks, and Cardinals. Now, again, like, those aren't horrible losses by any stretch, but they've lost to the Niners twice. They beat the Cardinals by one possession back in week three. They just got clapped by the Cardinals. They still have to play the Seahawks twice. Cardinals, so. they got a whole bunch of battles on the own. They still need to figure out. Oh, the Cardinals, man. I... I think Tinsbury is going to be a daughter after this year. That's a shame, too, because, what, he's been in here three three years or yeah. two? Uh, came came from Oklahoma. They somehow pull off the win against L.A., by the way. And now, this was a backup. Of, of, I don't know about somehow. That was a Well, this was, was a battle a of backups, by uh, the way. That's, that's true. Colt McToy against John Wolford. <laughs> I mean, who's watching that game? Who was watching that game? I was watching Red Zone, so, you know, occasionally. Well, yeah, so okay. I, I mean, you've got no choice then. But, um, <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins had a... For a backup quarterback, he was eating. Yeah, Andre Hopkins. Yeah, they 
very happy to have Newt back. Um, he's been really good ever I mean, since he came Wow, I haven't like, heard anybody yeah. call him that in a while. Newt, Newt. right? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since yeah, I've Yeah, well, I haven't seen much of him over the last year and a half or so, but he's back officially. I think 10 catches, 98 yards. And they get Rondell Moore involved in this one. I really liked Rondell yep. Moore coming out of Purdue. Um, and I like that they're finally kind of getting him into the midst. It's more of like a true receiver. The Last year, they really kind of used him as specifically like the gadget guy, quote-unquote. A lot of jet Things sweeps, like a lot of stuff. They used him out of the backfield on a lot of like wheel routes and motion stuff. But now they're lining him up more in the slot and using him as kind of that true quick little uh, you know slot guy that you can – you know, dump it off to over the middle, and he can turn a five-yard pass into a 30-yard game. You know what I mean? So they're starting to figure some things out offensively. James Conner gets into the end zone two times. That's not really a surprise. He's like a, a touchdown machine. Um, he's up to three this year, but uh, he's had been injured though. Yeah. Oh, well, Zach so, Ertz is going to be out for the year. Oh, I just yeah, had to say that. Saw yeah, that. Knee, season really? ending I, I knee didn't see that. Uh, injury. Yeah, saw that. And last Dallas Goddard is going to be uh, missing some time as well. All right, well. With an extended shoulder injury. All right, so looking at the games from last week, just want to see if there's any more we want to go over. Uh, the Wait, Dolphins, I think we should talk about them. Now, I'll, I'll the mean, Browns are not good, but the Dolphins are pretty good. I We, we have to talk about Tua. We have to have an intervention. I, we have to have a dialogue. We I clip I'm going to tell you this right now. He's a top I'm going to tell you right now. What? He is. No, he I is. Just I, I, I what? No, 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 no. Okay, that man is not a top 10 quarterback. You know what made him a top 10 quarterback? Tyreek Hill. Uh, That's uh, it. Still top 10? <laughs> because of, Ty, because of one I, weapon. Not Ty- People are saying they're going to make him MVP Okay, okay, now. hold That's on, crazy. hold on, hold on. Ty- I'm just saying. Uh, we got it. Okay. We did this before. What? Yes. Okay. Tyreek Hill has definitely made a difference. But he's got Waddle there, too. He's got Mike DeCity. So it's not just Tyreek. I think Tyreek right now is my pit for offensive player of the year. I think no he's doubt. been amazing. But yeah. look, Tua, you no. can't deny that he is super, super accurate within that offense. He puts the ball on a dime every every yep. time. He puts it in the perfect spot for Tyreek and, and Waddle and whoever else. I think it's fair to say that Tua has been really good this year. and He's at least borderline top 10 this year. And the quarterback play of some of the top guys that we thought – Exactly. Would be in the top ten. Haven't I really been say, there. Aaron Rodgers this season has not been top I ten. Think, I think you can take Rodgers out. Maybe more than half of that hasn't been his fault, but yeah. I think you can take him out of the top ten. He has a big day uh, on Sunday. Christian Watson, three touchdowns. Okay, great. Um, Brady, I think, I don't know, he's been a bit shaky. Yeah. Stafford, the elbow has been bothering him, so you give him the benefit of the doubt, but he definitely hasn't been top ten. He's been Geno Smith has been top 10. Geno has Gino gotten Smith in the top 10. It's really huge top 10. So the top 10 that we're used I'll to, Shomer, I don't think. It's very different. I put him over Tua. It shuffled a lot. Just and saying. I think oh, Tua. He, he, he probably is over Tua, but not by that much, though. Who, Gino? Yeah. I would say Gino has been over Tua just because I think he does more. Yeah, but, but like Gino's like six and then Tua's like eight. And by my, you know yeah, saying? by my top 10, I wasn't saying like he was like four or five. He's probably nine or 10. But yeah. still top 10, though. But the two, I'm just saying, like, I just heard reports about him being MVP caliber. No, uh, no, no, yeah, no, that, no, that's, no. Oh, that actually, was. I did see that. He's fourth right now we in, can in pump MVP ratings. He's fourth. But we do have to have a dialogue here, gentlemen. Tua has been damn good this year. I yes, like, yes, Give me some has. stats. Give me some stats. So, all right, I'll give you some numbers. So He's undefeated when he's played this season. <laughs> that's, so that's the first one. He started eight games. Okay. 2,200 yards, 18 touchdowns, three pits, and he's done three oh. games in a row here. Three well, he's got eighteen right now through okay. eight games. So you project that to for full season, thirty six touchdowns, 
Um, three games in a row, he's got three touchdowns and no picks. And in two of his last three games, he's down over 300 yards. Against the Lions, he goes for 382. Against the Bears, he goes for 302. And then on Sunday, against the Browns, 285. Obviously, he had that game early in the year against the Ravens where he had 460-something yards and, and six touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So he's had some crazy games this year, and I think it's pretty safe to put him in the top ten. And that Miami offense, although uh, neither Tyreek or Waddle have huge days on Sunday, they still put up 39 points because yep. – Great Jeff, running game, Jeff. Jeff Wilson, Wilson goes oh, yeah, for seven yards a touch crazy. and a touchdown. Mostert gets into the end zone I mean, on eight yards game. per carry. Eight yards per carry? I wow. mean, Mike McDaniel, that offense, you could argue, is probably the best in the NFL right it, now. It's, it's so ex- I think it's the most explosive offense. Yeah, I, mean, I, I would could agree. definitely rival Kansas City's offense. I would agree. I, yeah. I'd say and I'd Kansas say, City has had some str- – look at the Titans game. I mean, wow. they, they, they struggled offensively for a lot of that game. Uh, they they also lost to the Colts. Yeah. I just, I just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the right, Chiefs did like, lose to the Colts. So, I think it's left and left there. But, um, so, has Tua entered your top ten now, Schober, after a bit of... Okay, of, of he, he's <laughs> top ten, but he's definitely not... No, no one's saying he's top five. Yeah, he's not five. I'll scoot him up. He, he could be, like... <laughs> I'll, I'll put him in, like, seven. I'll give okay. him seven. All right, yeah. Tua's been pretty good this I year. Just, yeah. I just feel like I need more. I wonder proof. if I wonder if he'll no. lose a game this year because besides the game where he got killed. Um, let me see Tyreek how he hasn't lost one game started. I'll see. I'll be more convinced. So, you want to look at the Dolphins' schedule? I mean, uh, I think they're, they they can end the schedule their year so, pretty well. So, they've, they'd have to buy and then they'd get the Tetons at the Niners, at the Chargers, at the Bills. So, they've got three road games in a row. Um, uh, they host the Packers. They go to New England, and then they host the Jets uh, in the final week of the season. So. Yeah, that'll do nice. I mean, the Chargers, that could be easy. Dolph- the 49ers, that's going to be a, a battle. That's going to be a battle. They, Chargers they is going to be okay. They need to put some of these on Sunday. These need to be primetime games. Bills and Dolphins should be a primetime game. Yeah, it really should. Actually, Bills, that Dolphins, time's yeah. TBD. What, wait, that's the 18th of December. That yeah, no, nah, that's, like, that's, that's like not the only day. one. Yeah, no, nah, it's it says uh, one o'clock for me. Oh, ESPN has a TVD. I don't know okay. why. No, nah, what's it called the Giants? I think also play that game that day too, and it said TVD. Eighteenth. Yeah. Yeah. So that's week. That's week fourteen. No, week fifteen. Week fifteen. And then they played the um. That's Sunday. The okay. Packers at home, and then they got the Patriots and the Christmas road. Day against the Packers. Yeah, that's gonna Look at that. That's gonna be a good win for them. Yeah, we got football and basketball on Christmas this yeah. year. Yeah. Too bad. Oh, I'm gonna be, be watching basketball, unfortunately. Me. But <laughs> I mean, um, hey, if the Jets were playing, then then it'll be a problem. I don't need the Jets to play on Christmas, man. I already got the Nets to worry about. So, oh, we're playing this Christmas. Taking on the Sixers yeah. at MSG. Yeah, I think so. that's, is that the first game? Is that the twelve o'clock game? Yeah, they're all, they're always the first, the first game. game. They're yeah. always the first game. Um, twelve o'clock, bright and early. So I did get the Nets loss out of the way early on in my day. I don't even celebrate <laughs> Christmas, but <laughs> it, it ruins my day anyway. It so, really oh, you don't you celebrate? Uh, I'm Jewish. I celebrate Hanukkah. Oh, where so. me too. I, I feel celebrate Hanukkah. Really? You don't see this? That's sh- incredible. That's Bro, you don't see the, the shin right here on oh my ear. Oh my god, this is a revelation, ladies. <laughs> and and we're both Jets fans. That's crazy. This is crazy. <laughs> me and Shomer are having a moment. That's um, crazy. But no, okay. So we've got about ten minutes left. Let's get into overreaction Tuesday. Let's get it. Okay, with the Bills' loss on Sunday, do we think it's an overreaction to say that? Right now, it's the Dolphins' division to lose. Is that an overreaction? That's an overreaction. Okay. That's an overreaction. Okay. It'd be different if they lost by, like, double digits. Yeah, they're number one right now. 
<laughs> so it's like they're, it's not like they're far off. Okay. All right, that's uh, that's fair. I have to get down with that just because, yeah, like yeah, the Jets' loss is tough. Jets have a good defense. Allen doesn't play well for one week out of the last three years. Okay, you can excuse it. Um, but yeah, I I think this week um, the loss was more warranted. Minnesota's a a damn good team. Okay, uh, here let's do a couple before you more. get to that next one. Yeah. you know Minnesota's a great team. I also just wanted to point out the Eagles are the only loss for Minnesota. I just want to point that. Yeah, out. we yeah, know. Opening night, we wow. Know. Opening we night. Just oh, my oh my goodness. Oh my People seem to forget. You realize that. the Vikings only got one loss too, right? Okay, I just wanted to put that out. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say that, and it's to you guys. That's it. I'm just saying, like, okay, um, the Raiders. Let's talk about oh, them. Well, is it an overreaction to think that by that season, Derek Carr is not the starting quarterback in Las Vegas? The way it's looking, C.J. Stroud might be throwing dimes to Devontae <laughs> oh, Adams next it's season. It's a stretch. Wow. It's a stretch. No I don't think it's an overreaction. It's, sadly, it's not an over. No, it's actually, overreaction. Yeah, I, I think it is an overreaction. I'm actually did a, yeah, I agree with both of you. Just because they love Derek Carr. They yeah. love him. So I don't know how quickly they're going to you know, It's move not really off of been him. all on him either, really. No. I mean, besides the Saints game where they got shut out yesterday was, yeah. He was pretty emotional after the game. Yes, yeah, oh, I, yeah, yeah. I saw clips yeah. of that. Uh, yeah, game. you, you got to feel for him a little bit. Um, I mean, then again, they say it's a coach problem too. So it's it, it's is they it really they, on Derek Carr? Oh, or is it really yeah. on the coaching? Honestly, I don't think um, that Daniels finishes the season this year. You don't think so? I don't think so. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's that's a hot take. Right they yeah. Mark Davis, the owner, was like, "We love Josh McDaniels." Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. They have come, been come really week 15, bad. Come week fifteen, week sixteen, and they still are <laughs> the top really three bad. pick in the draft. He'll be out of there. Okay, here we go. Uh, when you look at the Forty Niners, mm. is it an overreaction to say that they're the best team in that division right now? Division. Ooh. Are they better than Seattle? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, it's yes, not yes, an overreaction. A thousand percent. A okay. thousand percent. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's an overreaction. Okay. A at thousand least, percent. At least paper-wise. But then again, then again, then again, then again, the Seahawks are, like, they're really good. So it's like, they could be, and we know, like, the, the 49ers, they're, they could fold at any moment. Exactly. If Jimmy they G really doesn't could. have a good game, then it ain't going to look too bright for the 49ers. Because look at that. The Cardinals can go on a run, and then next thing you know, they could be third, the 49ers will be third in their division. Okay. Just saying. Let's keep moving. The Cleveland Browns are getting Deshaun Watson back, gentlemen, in three weeks. Three weeks? Is it an overreaction to say Playoffs. at three and six right now Playoffs. that when he comes back, is there a chance that if they're still hanging around, is there a chance they sneak into the playoffs? Is that an overreaction to say? When Watson gets back. Sadly, I think that's an overreaction. Okay. No. Because. No, no I don't think it's overreaction. Right, let's gonna hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Like, they, 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 it's a possible. All right, look at the division, right? So, we have the Bengals, the Steelers. I'm sorry. We had the Ravens, the Bengals, and then the Browns, right? The Browns are in third, right? Out of everybody in that division, right, mm-hmm. who has the best running game in that division? Uh, the, the AFC as a North? team, I would I, have like to in say that division as between a team, the Ravens, I'd say the Ravens. No, yeah, yeah. really, you're gonna say the Browns no. got a, the yeah. Ravens got a better running game than I, than, the, than the Browns. I, that's the thing. They got one player to rely yeah. on for their running game. <laughs> I don't know. The Browns, 
That's come on, decision. man. That's a hard decision, actually. And then the Browns got so much more weapons. The only thing for, oh, come for on me, now. it wasn't the offensive. Playoffs. It wasn't the offensive side, though. It was the defensive side. Okay. Um, Deshaun Watson could come back and do what he needs to do, but at the end of the day, he's not out there playing middle linebacker. No. Uh, mm-hmm. They've got a few injuries going on. Yeah. Teams have been running all over them. Yeah, their yeah. linebacker core has been yeah bad. Yeah. Jock really bad. Is injured. Um, Jock. I think, but I feel like their scoring is going to make up for that. No, we'll see. I forgot there's one team that did that a lot. They could win every game 42 to 35, but again. Let me take a look at their They kind of remind me of the Ravens in a sense. Not really the Ravens, but there's some team. I forgot it was. Oh, they kind of got an easy schedule. They were so good offensively. They put up so many points, and then their defense is just bad that it's just like. You mean this year? I'm pretty sure. I could I think it might have been early reports to Ravens in like the first like two weeks of their like the first two, three weeks. Yeah, Ravens defense hasn't been as good as usual. Their offense was like, you know, pretty good. Uh, I'm, looking at it, I'm looking for that team that it might be. I mean, Seattle's defense has been good. Um, Michael Jackson, good corner over there. <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> I think whenever they say his name on TV, in my I head. how do you not how do you, how do you, how do you not let <laughs> out a little chuckle? Like it's impossible. All right, uh, we're gonna do a couple more here. Um, okay, here's one. For the last three weeks, has Tua been the second best quarterback in the NFL behind Patrick Mahomes? Because that's Aiden. You say something crazy. That's not a debate. Don't say it. Because Allen's had an off week. Um, Herbert has been up and down. Top two? If I had to really look at it, like... Hurts, Hurts, I think you could probably say I had a down game last night a little bit. Sadly, because people didn't want to catch the ball, but (laughs) yeah, that's the only reason I would say that. When you really look at it, like... Think about it. He yeah, actually, not wrong. yeah, you probably taking a look at it. You know, off the rip, you want to say no, but when you really look at the number, when you started naming the quarterbacks, and I'm like, okay, then I, you get to start thinking. Allen about out of the off week, the only the person can't believe I'm going to say this. The only person I would think that would even rival him is Kirk Cousins. But wow. Kirk Cousins had that bad game in Washington where Washington almost won. Yeah. Other than that, I can't believe I'm saying this. Tua has been a top two quarterback the past three weeks. Yeah, I said, yes. I don't think it's an over. What it, about you, Shelmer? It's, you it's a cringe to say that, but it really it, it's, <laughs> it's true. It's really true. I can't even like think of it. That's actually crazy. Yeah. Imagine saying that to somebody last year. Tua at one point would be a top two quarterback. I still don't even three believe it a thousand percent now. So, I mean, like. They have made him look very, very good, but to his credit, he has he has made some great throws and he's had some great games. So uh credit him for his development. All right. Uh is it overreacted to say that the entire AFC East will make the playoffs? Mm. Right now, so every team say. every team owns a, a playoff spot right now. So you've got That's possible. one team from each division. So let's say the Colts are in the South, Chiefs in the West. North, let's say that'll be the Ravens. Well, you'd be the Titans out of the South. Oh, yeah, my yeah. bad. Yeah, the Titans um, get that one. So then that leaves four more slots. And all four of them are filled by AFC East teams right now. As long as if the Chargers keep playing the way they're playing and the Bengals go back to their first three-week selves, hey, all teams in the AFC East, it'll be hard. But they have a I shot. I think 
you actually make a very valid point in regards to that because the Bengals and the Chargers do have the same record right now. But five and what? Five and four. But the thing is, right, one's coming off a loss, one's coming off a win, and one's coming off a bye week and a win. Who's coming off that bye week? Bengals? The Bengals. And their next matchup is against the Steelers. Oh, yeah, come on now. Patriots record, yeah. five and four, too? Five are they four. under? Five and hey, four. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> we might be having this conversation, you know, like week 16, week yep. 17. It's, it's going to be a tie next week. It's going <sighs> yeah, to be so close. It's going to be really close. That'll be crazy. The Jets and Dolphins last week of the year is going to be if the crazy. AFC oh, East, gonna be game if the, the entire that, AFC that East makes the playoffs and one team from the AFC West makes the playoffs, I don't know what I'm going to do. Because <laughs> all summer we were saying that all, right, all teams right? in the <laughs> AFC West would make the playoffs. Well, you thought the AFC West would always be like the NFC East. That's yeah, true. But that is very true. Yeah. it's And all the teams in the NFC East could make the playoffs. The Commanders are what? Five and five. One now. game out. They're one game out. They're one game out. So that's crazy. Yeah, it's been a wacky season. Okay, two more here. Uh, we'll stick AFC East. Mike McDaniel right now is an overreaction to say he is the best coach in football. No, it's not. No, nah, that's, that's over. Okay, I, I don't think so. I think that's a pretty easy. I think that's a layup. Just right now, they just. Oh, 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 oh wait, you, you said in the AFC? AFC, in the AFC, no, in the whole league, in the whole league, no, Andy Reid. Sure. Okay, all right, sure. I, that's fair. I, I'll give it I can't argue money. that. That's a fair choice, but not one that. I was expecting. <laughs> you can't argue <laughs> that. A, I was not expecting to hear that, but it works. I mean, and then Nick Sirianni, I can't even. That's how you Sirianni. Sirianni, I can't even. Bro, he. I, yeah, I can't even lie. That team's good. I hate the Eagles, but they're good. <laughs> <laughs> I hate them, but they're good. Okay, final one here. Uh, it's been a uh, hot topic on this episode. Oh, boy. All right. Justin Fields. <laughs> Here we go. Two or three years down the road, guys. Here we go. Can he be? Can he elevate to become at some point the best Russian quarterback? Oh, ever. Ever? Okay. Will he be better than Lamar? Ever? Will he be better than Michael Vick? No. It's not the way I was thinking you were going to form that. Yeah, I thought he was going to go but, a whole other direction. But not going to lie. Ever? Does he ha- can he do it at some point? Is it oh, an overreaction to say he's got the ability it's to? It's not an overreaction. No. It, it is not an overreaction. You looked at his uh, – Tam Newton, I think you threw in the conversation too. He's most – I serious? think resembles Tam, I think. What? I saw, some, I saw somebody say that. Who nah. do you think the best Russian nah, quarterback not, ever is? Uh, Lamar not, Jackson. I, well, yeah, okay. I Lamar, that's say, fair. Not early Cam, because early Cam could throw the ball pretty well. Um, Justin Fields cannot. Yeah. Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold but on. I know you're not about to Later down the road, Cam, like after the Super Bowl, Cam. Like yeah. immediately after the Super Bowl. But I that's not an overreaction to say <laughs> that. <laughs> that is an overreaction. Especially for a team that runs the ball. Why, though? That he's, is an overreaction. He's had, he had 180 yards on the Russian he he a couple weeks ago. He doesn't have to throw the ball. We're talking strictly yeah, Russian here. Strictly, strictly Russian. Rushing. Strictly as he's a rusher. He's already had better games than... Lamar Jackson, he's rushing wise. I don't think uh, right yeah, now. The num- the, not, well, the numbers, numbers wise, he was having numbers like wise, yeah. what? It was like first yeah. time two touchdowns. So and wait, over if his numbers wise, rushing yards, stuff like that. He's got three hundred and twenty-five rushing yards the last two. All right, weeks. if we take out the numbers, right? Let's go beast off the eye test. You telling me that no. Lamar is not better? A right better now, rusher? right now, no. I think Lamar with what he's done in the past, he's the best ever. I think I, I haven't seen anyone carry the ball like Lamar, but I think Fields to get there. 
That's an old Cam Newton level. He's bigger. Well, I didn't say Tam yeah, was better I, than Lamar, but no, I just he said, size, he said Cam just, Newton level. No. Uh, I just people, uh, com- people compare him. To I, yeah, him. I just to me, I I think Fields is most comparable to Tam just because of the size and he's kind of the, the strength. Uh, I get it, but it's not. Nah. Lamar's a different type of Lamar, Lamar can play running back in this league and be a top three out of your shoes. Lamar's just ridiculous. Justin Fields will attempt to run you over. Two different players. Okay. Right there. Okay. And Fields gets shifty too. I mean, he does. I'm about to guy. say he can. He, he ain't Lamar shifty, but he can no. hit you with a. I don't nice think little no one's Lamar shifty. Yeah, nah. he's the best runner with the ball for a quarterback we're ever gonna see. It's ever. just. It's just un- ever. Yeah. It's he's just different. Um. Or probably maybe the best. I, this is a hot take. Probably the best runner with the ball ever. You think? I honestly I can't say that yet. What? Because you don't see the way he dashes out of the pocket. I'm just saying it's, well, it's that, that's mesmerizing different. all of itself from the clips I've seen. Just the Barry Sanders. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay, some of those, okay, okay, those all time yeah. great backs are just yeah. different, man. Yeah, I don't I ain't know. Gonna lie. But then again, there there were backs. We're talking about. Yeah, it's it's hard to compare, but no, I mean definitely. I mean, in in open space, Lamar is one of the best ever, if not the best. So. All right, did that just to uh, about do it here. This has been the third and long football podcast. You're on RoanRadio.com. Channel 2, thank you to Shomer Ben Yisrael to my right and Aiden Butler over to my left. Thank you guys for uh, hopping on with me. No Nick Carlson this week. Hopefully uh, he'll be back next week as uh, we move deeper into the NFL season and deeper into the month of November. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. You have been listening to Third and Long with your hosts Aaron Hook and Nick Carlson. Make sure to tune in weekly for new episodes. You can find Third and Long in every Rowan Radio Sports podcast by searching Rowan Radio On Demand Sports wherever you find your podcasts.